0: solutions broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studio it's the ramsey show where america hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money i'm your host jade warshaw joined to my right by dr john deloney give us a call the number is triple eight eight two five five two two five hey i just realized something john we're not we're no longer building actual amazing relationships
1: we were. It just depends on who's reading it. We're doing all those things. You've got calls about money, mental health, marriage, your work, whatever you got going on. We got you.
0: I like that. I like this hanging out to have a conversation about your life and money. That's great. Works like perfect. All right, Sarah, you're first up to have a conversation about your life and your money. What's going on in Orlando, Florida, Sarah? Hi, how are you guys? Doing good. How are you? I'm good.
2: So I am a college student. I am halfway through school in my journey to get a bachelor's degree. And I have a paid for camper that I am bringing down from Illinois to live in. I am moving out of a very horrible renter's situation. Okay. And my question is whether or not to buy a property and put like what I would pay for rent into a piece of land that like doesn't, it's undeveloped and live on the camper, in the camper on that land or to continue renting a like a camping spot at a campground.
0: Let's see. Stephanie. Let's work through this here. Let's find out. <sighs> Man. I mean, I'm, I'm biased towards a certain thought, but I don't want to go there yet until I unpack it, John. Right. So let, let's go through it. Do you have any money? That's the first question. Like, are you in debt? Let's, no. let's walk so it through.
2: All my, all my school is paid for by a full ride scholarship. Sweet. Um. Yes. So I have no worries about college, all books, all college tuition. Everything is paid for in that situation. Basically, I only Your have- The camper's paid expenses. for? Yes. Camper's totally paid for. I have no debt. No, I don't even own a credit card. Love it. Like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Dave Ramsey baby. I was Santa! raised on
0: Dave Ramsey.
1: <laughs> Hold on. You can't be all the way a Dave Ramsey baby because he has a thing in his soul about living in campers.
0: Yes, he does. Okay, so drop like a rock.
1: When you said you had a horrible living experience, was it in the camper?
0: No, 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 no. It was in a
2: renter's situation. So currently, my um, renting situation kind of. um, The fact of the matter is, I don't have a kitchen and I barely have a bathroom in my current renting situation.
1: Okay. And as soon
0: as this lease ends. You're I'm out of not. there.
1: Bye, Felicia. Good. Okay, but have you yep. have you
0: <laughs> Just because you had one bad rending situation yeah. doesn't mean the other one another one is going to be equally bad. Right. Um, cuz
1: you've basically chosen murder and murder as your other two options. I'm going to get a camper <laughs> and move to raw land in the woods or I'm going to move into like a campground and cross my fingers.
0: Wh- when did you get the camper? About six months ago. So you've had um, it. I've lived. I've lived in a camper before. I've lived in two
2: other camping type situations, and personally, I love it. Like I'm okay. a very handy person. I work on my own car. All like right. my dad's a mechanic. Um, my what? adopted dad was an electrician, so I'm very handy. I've learned a lot of things about how to be self-sufficient. What What's Sweet.
0: the price difference? Like what What are we looking at? Versus you versus you living, getting you know, renting a plot of land for the camper versus you doing a right. traditional like renting situation in an area you can afford what are we looking at price-wise
2: so the camper would be eight hundred dollars a month all utilities included wi-fi sewer water everything
0: okay well we already the know the average good.
2: apartment price that is not a dump like what i'm moving out of here is thirteen hundred dollars a month.
0: yeah okay and how much money do you have saved
2: about 20,000. And if I were to buy land, it'd be 12 months from now. And I'm hoping to have like a down payment date of like 30,000.
1: I would not buy land. And here's why. Yeah. I, you, we're
0: talking about renting land.
1: No, no. She wants to buy land or go to a campground. I would not buy land because you don't know how long you're going to be in this area. Yeah, let's and not you buy think it. you know, like, no, 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 when I get out of college, I'm going to. I would not put down roots like that. I would recommend any, if you, even if you said, "Hey, I'm, I'm a first year college grad," mm-hmm. I would tell you to rent because yeah. the you don't okay. want to be tied down to something. I would much, hey, man, eight hundred bucks for all utilities. That's not a bad. Gig, that ain't dude. bad. It's not and bad, and especially
0: if you love that lifestyle. But hear us when we say, please don't buy it. Just rent <laughs> yeah, don't rent buy it.
1: land. What What are you thinking about buying? Yeah. Just just because I got to know because you sound incredible.
2: I, mm. in my thought, like I've done all the numbers. I, um, I'm a numbers person. My degree will be in business, so I wanted to buy an acre, put a, um, electric and water on the property for a camper, and then possibly build like two or three other spots to rent to people in the area because camping is huge in Florida. Like that's mm-hmm. like the retiree lifestyle. I think
0: that the market is very
2: big for it You're here. You're so amazing. And then You're amazing. Use that to help pay. For the, like i'd want to pay the mortgage off in like less than two years how
1: much does it cost to put a well on property
2: about twenty thousand dollars
1: are you confident in that because my neighbor just put one in for forty-five thousand, and they missed and they had to do it again
2: Ooh. well the water table here is really <laughs> high like the the that is well true. here would only be like 10 or 15 feet how be, much does it cost like, to, like, to it run power really shallow to level. put
1: a pole in and run power
2: well, I'd have my dad help me, so,
1: like, $5,000. <laughs> I, <just, laughs> I know, but someone's got to come in from the city and run a...
0: Yeah. I just I love the I fact that,
2: that you're You're
1: awesome. a gangster, dude. You're yeah. so awesome. The
0: way that you're thinking is, is wonderful. I think that, again, for now, renting is the way because you're still halfway through school. You've got a lot on your plate, so let's not... L- let's just do one thing at a time. And I love that you're paying for school. I love that you're in such a cash positive position with your money, no debt, you've got the savings, you know, look for a great place to rent. And I know that you could even look for folks like private land and contact those folks and see if you can, you know, rent their land for yeah, a while. The,
2: the renting situation is a, a private, like um, that's all I've looked into. that Okay, great. And and situation. then
0: I, like, I feel like you're already a student of this, but keep being a student of how this works. And that way, when you're ready, if you decide in two years or whatever, that you still want to move forward with this, purchase of land and, you know, create all this stuff, then you're even more confident in, it, in in that endeavor.
1: So here's here's kind of the principles or the values in order. Get out of school without owing anybody anything. Mm-hmm. And don't take the risk proposition right now versus the reward. The risk that you get in there and you get a mess, you get somebody that you rented out a property and they burn the place down or they end up being a lunatic or whatever. That risk is... Is not worth you getting out of college. You have a Willy Wonka ticket. You've got everything paid for. Yes. Get out of college with 25 or 30 or 40 grand in the bank with mm-hmm. no debt and game. Of, you, like you are already launched out of the system. And like Jade said, keep doing your research on this because I think this is in your future. I'm confident. The reason I'm being super nice to you is I'm fairly certain I'm going to work for you someday. <laughs> like, you are so far ahead of where I could ever be when it comes to entrepreneurial spirit and already figuring stuff out. That's amazing. Your parents so, did a great so job. Good. Um, but yeah, get principle number one: get out of this thing debt free. Just get out of school, no yeah. risk. Don't 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 go bananas. And then principle two is start investing in your future when you walk across that stage.
0: Woo! good killing for you the game man and she knows the lingo she was talking the talk walking the walk proud of you sarah i can't wait to see man you're gonna like really be an influential business person landowner one day i love it she's a boss this is the ramsey show hey what's going on guys this is jade you're listening to the ramsey show i'm joined by my host co-host, Dr. John Deloney, mental health extraordinaire. That's,
1: that's probably probably a bit of a stretch. What? extraordinary? Extraordinaire. No, not.
0: no, you know what you're talking about. And so that's why, uh, if you're listening and you have a problem, it could be money related, it could be relationship related, it could be a little bit of both, be sure to give us a call. The number is 888-825- 5225. We want to listen and we want to help you sort it through, whatever it may be. Um, and speaking of sorting through problems, John, this right here you guys you know we always get articles that come through our email or you know sometimes the show producers are like guys you got to look at this this article right here is something definitely worth talking about just the title alone like made my ears perk up it says five signs that you will never become rich one day it ain't happening basically if you fall into some of the categories that are listed here and it, it, it sounds funny to say but it's actually pretty serious so let's Let's just kind of work through these five, John, because I feel like this is, I mean, it's, it's accurate. Um, how do you know that you will never be rich? Number one, you have a victim. Let's go through it first. You have a victim mentality. Two, saying money is not important to me. Three, you love to spend more money than you make. Four, you have a scarcity mindset. And five, you're obsessed with being the best in your business. You're not obsessed with being the best in your business. So let's let's break it on down here because I, I know the two that stood out to me what that I've they? struggled with. What's that? The struggle is you have a victim mentality. Okay. I hate to say a lot of these. Um, You just say that money is not important to me because I grew up with that. Like, oh, oh I don't want to be a millionaire. You know, if you have a million dollars, I mean, that's just going to change who you are and we don't need that and rich people are like this and rich people are like that and it's kind of like you negative your way out of you you make something that's great sounds so terrible who would ever want that
1: there's right? a, uh, a, a an old methodist minister in texas it says the most offensive word in the english language is they mm. and when you grow up with those, they, those people, people with that kind of money are them yes. it, it it creates this little false cocoon around we do not like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's a great recipe for sitting right where you are forever.
0: Well, it, and it goes both ways because you can paint those people to be like these horrible people, like, you know, just mean rich people. Or they're evil, yeah. Yeah. Greedy old rich people. Or, which I also saw this growing up, is they're just the people on the hill. Yeah. Like, they're... They're sparkly and shiny and perfect. And they had all this opportunity and there there must be like this special gleam about them. And that's how they got it. And we're not those people. You know, we're not the people who invest.
1: We didn't get lucky. Yeah, we we don't
0: don't wear a suit and tie to work. We don't carry a briefcase. And so we don't invest and we don't build wealth. And if we do, we don't talk about it because I never heard about it. (laughs) So that for sure. And then the victim mentality of it, 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 it goes hand in hand. Cause it's like, if only they would have done that, then I could have had this. Mm. <sighs> or if only they hadn't have done that, I could have had this. And at some point you just got to leave that by the wayside and go, Hey, that just was what it was. And now it's not about what happened. It's about what happens next. And I get to decide what happens next.
1: Well, and I, I remember looking at, I mean, you had more. I remember looking at six figures of student loan debt, and my first thought was what they did. Heck yeah. I signed my name to that paper. Did I fully know what I was getting into? No. I signed it, man. And I can sit there and stare at it and yell and scream at what they did, or I can get about solving the problem.
0: Absolutely. I can get about solving the problem. And that's the hard part, right? Because the fact is... We do know that student loans and all that kind of stuff. We do know that situations can be predatory. We do know that you can be done wrong, right? And it's not negating the fact that something happened was or was not wrong, right? Absolutely. But it's just, it takes some fortitude, man, to come in and be like, despite that, I may have played a role in this, especially when it comes to debt. And I've just developed this thought in my mind now where it's like, whatever it is that I'm complaining about yapping about whining about there's probably something Jade that you can do to make it better instead of claiming it's all them or all that or you know I'm married so you know I can always be like it's Sam Warshaw no Jade you look at you too and,
1: everybody's participating yes, yeah.
0: can't yeah. be the victim mentality but changing that is so so hard
1: it's so so hard um, you love to spend more money than you make I, we wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for that
0: <laughs> we all struggle with that
1: oh man um yeah I, that, that one kind of stands on itself the one that stuck out to me was you have a scarcity mindset and Ooh. that's one of those like instagrammy buzzword things that i kind of roll my eyes at yeah until i met dave quite honestly behind really? closed doors
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i've heard how people firsthand talk about who are buddies with joe rogan mm-hmm. that it, He's so insanely generous behind closed doors mm-hmm. that the whole, the whole pitch is there's so much more than enough for all of us. Yeah. And that's a true way that, that dude lives his life with Dave. There's always so much more that opportunity than there is ever going to be people to do the work. And of so course, it's a spirit with which they live. And so if it's like, Oh, we'll just take that
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: like, man, that's expensive. I, he he was buying something, and I uh, and the guy came in here, and I, I said, "Hey, put one on for me because I want I want to buy one of those." Well, he just put on Dave's tab, and so I put some money by Dave's thing for it. Uh huh. And I had that money on my desk. That same money I put he he put it on my desk, and he's like he's like, dude, there's more than enough. There, there's more than enough, but yeah. it, it, it's how you tip, it's how you live, and so this scarcity mindset. If I don't get mine, then someone's gonna get mine. Yeah, that is a way to live a tiny shriveled up life. And it's a miserable way of existing.
0: I've always um, heard the phrase, I heard this phrase when I was in college and I say it to this day as a reminder, what God has for you is for you. And it kind of, whenever I feel that feeling of if I don't get to this in time, it's gone. Or if I don't do this, there's only a little bit left. I love the way this says it. It says, believing that success is a pie with limited slices. And I always have to remind myself, no, Jade, And for anybody listening, God has a special plan for you. It's not contingent upon whether other people do what they were supposed to do or if other people are successful or not. It's just you and your plan and you competing with yourself and you getting better than your former self. It's not every, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. We're all connected. But this idea that somebody can take something from me that was supposed to be mine. I don't believe that. I think that the only person that can hinder you is you and no one's going to steal. Well, my business would have grown if it wasn't for that guy over there. No, there was probably something you were supposed to do. Well, if it wasn't for, you know, student loans, I could have been rich by now. No, it's probably like, I don't believe that somebody can steal like your purpose and your what's meant for you from you. I don't know. Is that controversial?
1: No, no, I I just love the idea that. There's enough.
0: There's enough. There's enough. There's enough. What's for you is for you, but you got to be the one to go out and get it.
1: The last one is, um, I struggle with this one because I see the other side. I see the the mental health issue side of this thing. I'm, I'm going to be speaking at Entree Summit. There'll it, it, be 2,500, 3,000 business leaders. I see them struggle with this, but at the same time, it's the truth. Uh-huh. I don't know a way around it. You're not obsessed with being the best in your business. Okay. You, like... And I think the best in your business we have transposed to winning. Uh-huh. Like I have to win. And if your obsession was is with winning at all costs, you're going to find yourself banging on trash cans to cheat pitches, right? Like my mm. beloved Astros did. They <laughs> stopped trying to be excellent at everything, and they started trying to win everything, and you yeah. cut corners. But if you get obsessed with excellence yeah. and honoring the person who put gave you their money or their time and asked you to help solve a problem in their business – and you become obsessed with excellence dude and if you're not obsessed with excellence don't do business don't do business
0: absolutely absolutely no i mean i gotta say i agree with this list looking at it i've been all of the people on here at least once (laughs) if not many many times in my life and yeah me too if you can get a hold of just a couple of these you're on your way you are well on your way um i mean that's my story i'm sticking to it what do you think john
1: don't be a victim. Make your money. Imp- if your money's not important to you, it's going to be important to somebody else. Don't spend more than you make. There's always more than enough. And be obsessive about excellence.
0: Love that. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jay Warshaw, your host, joined by Dr. John Deloney, mental health experts, and just overall good dude. Let's go with that.
1: I'll take that. That's the nicest thing someone said about me today.
0: I will say, yes, John Deloney, an upstanding human being, ladies and gentlemen. Well...
1: You know who else is? Eddie Cullen out there in the the lobby. One one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet.
0: That is a fact. Eddie Cullen is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And let me just throw this out here. He's hosting a Financial Peace University class. And if you haven't joined a class, you should go ahead and join his class. Uh, all the personalities are hosting classes. I am smack dab, knee deep in the middle of one. Mine John too. Deloney, you yep. two, Yep. Yes. Yep. Killing the game. When I tell you guys people are changing their lives, I mean that. So if you haven't signed up already and you're interested in just doing things a little bit differently with your finances and making some traction, sign up for a Financial Peace University class. Or if you just need a little bit of advice with your life and your money, you can give us a call here. The number is 888-825-5225. And with that, we're going to talk to Jesse in Nashville, Tennessee. What's going on, Jesse?
3: How's it going, everybody? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. I love um, to hear it. So Mike? My- my question is, I'm 24 years old. My wife and I are officially in baby step number four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious if we should start the next baby step or keep investing in my business to grow it.
0: Well, if you're in baby step four, you need to do baby step four, which is putting 15% of your income aside for retirement, right? Okay. So we do need to do that. And then technically you're doing four, five, six simultaneously. So do you have kids college? To think about?
3: Um, not yet.
1: So we, we're we're almost a year married. So we're not even okay, thinking about so, that. So we can yet, kind of cross so. that out for now. Here's and, my scary yep. question for you. <laughs> my scary question is: Are you running this business out of your personal family finance accounts? Because investing uh, for, into your business should be business money that you have made that you're choosing to reinvest into your business. Correct.
3: Be? Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's about 200k in a business account. And then there's a fully funded emergency fund about, of about 20000 for For your
1: for business? For the
0: business or for personal?
1: For
3: personal.
0: Okay, that doesn't...
1: Bro-Town and Motown, you got to separate these things apart, okay? okay. It's going to get messy, messy real okay. quick.
0: So you would have a set of reserves in your business, retained earnings that you can keep kind of as savings for what you might need in your business. Now, I will say, if you're just getting a business off the ground, sometimes you might... Inf- fuse your business with some personal cash of course but in this case i mean you said you've got 200k i feel like there's john what john is saying is right your personal investing has nothing to do with your business investing unless i want to learn more about that (laughs) are you you
1: taking a draw are you you, you paying yourself a salary no i'm not paying a salary so um i it's
3: kind of just like a owner's personal paying expense so I kind of... Oh, bro, dude. Might,
1: so you're just basically running a business and you're using the business accounts to, like, run your life? Basically. That's no, we the, don't want to do that. Dude. <laughs> we got to okay. separate
0: that instantly. <laughs> you
1: are about to... Yeah. You that's, just... That's,
0: it, it. It's easy, like... Yeah, simple. It, it t- You can start today. Like, you just need to, like, head down to the bank, set up a business account, doing business as whatever, and... Well,
3: sorry. For context sake, no, no, no. I have an LLC set up. Like, okay. it's all business, like, Legally structured, it's uh-huh.
1: just—I know—but you're the, living out of that structure, and when it comes to tax, you're going to find yourself in a mega mess.
3: Okay, yeah, we're we're setting aside a a, a, a decent amount every month into taxes. So. Okay,
0: that's good. You just basically what you want to make sure, and you probably need to work with a bookkeeper or you know CPA, somebody to help you out, so that you understand. What's technically a business expense? What's not? Because you don't want to use your business account to buy your son a new pair of shoes, right? Because that's not really a business expense. However, if you went to dinner and you were talking business with somebody that you're you know, consulting with, that could be a business expense. And Correct. so you just want to make sure you understand that and b- basically just understand personal savings is personal savings and business savings is business savings. And as much, it sounds like you have built the business enough to where- you're taking profit from the business and reinvesting it into the business as opposed to having to give yourself like personal cash infusions, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But but you also have a single credit card or a single debit card and you are paying for groceries with that, paying for your car with that, right? So I'm moving money out of the business account into a, like a, like a personal
3: expense account. Yeah, dude, it's so
1: much cleaner if you just pay yourself a thousand bucks a month. Or whatever okay. you're whatever you need, pay yourself a yeah. salary. You can it, it helps with that helps with taxes too, but it keeps everything so so clean. And whatever mm-hmm. you decide to pay yourself, you're going to take fifteen percent of that and invest it because you're in baby step four. If it's if it's two thousand bucks a month and it's twenty five twenty four grand a year, that's what you choose to pay yourself. That's how you're going to buy groceries, and that's how you're going to buy cars. That's how you're going to buy stuff then you're yep. going to take 15% of that. Then the rest of the money that's in your business, you can reinvest that in your business. That's you're responsible for growing your business however you you think it's going to work.
0: Um, Jesse, how are you investing right now cuz are are you doing like a individual 401k? Do you have a SEP or are you investing through your wife's job? How are you doing it?
3: Honestly, I have, you know, put all of my effort and energy towards the business and so I haven't really done any I mean, there's probably a thousand dollars in a Schwab account right now that you know. Just I like a touched, I, Roth
0: IRA or something.
3: Yeah. I, otherwise, I've just put all my energy in the last year into getting into getting to this point where I could, you know, have these kind of conversations. So
0: cool. And Good work, man. Is it is is there other work going on? Like, does your wife have?
3: Yeah, my wife's a ICU nurse, so. Okay, so she's
0: got retirement funds set up. Yes. Okay, sweet. There's so account. the fifteen percent's going there first.
1: Well, can you just live off her salary right now while you're building this business?
3: That is a good possibility. I don't think that's out of scope. So.
1: Y'all may want to sit down and look at that because it might be that you're, a, you're able to live off your wife's salary, which is going to be excellent because she's doing great hard work, and you're able to invest in this business. Sounds like things just are a little bit messy. Has the business kind of taken off on you? It, it has over the last, like, four months. It's Dude, been congratulations. Really What's the business?
3: Uh, we provide digital marketing and software for a variety of different businesses.
1: Outstanding. Well done, man. Well done. Thank you. Uh, I'll I, clean it up. I would sit down with, like, you're at a place now. We got a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank. You're at a place now where you need to sit down with an accountant, if you haven't already, and begin Yeah, to... we, ha- we
3: have an accountant good. on the right now.
1: Yeah, you need to sit down and map it out to make sure everything is super clean. Um, and then you and your wife sit down with the budget, man.
0: Yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah, if you get to the point, you know, I would definitely start with Roth IRAs and match, max those out when you're doing your baby step four, and then whatever 401k, you know, your wife has through her job. And then if you get to the point where you're maxing out all that as well, then, you know, look to your business and see what's, what's possible there with your accountant.
3: Totally. Your accountant. Okay. Yeah.
0: Did we answer okay. your question?
3: I think there's like another question I have out of what you guys have uh, helped me with. Um, Bring it. And I think it's just really the balance between you know, like I could, you know, hire some coaches to help with scaling and getting more revenue or like, you know, putting a down payment on a house, you know, it's just what's the, like, what's the right balance for this stage we're at, which is mm-hmm. kind of, you know, in a cool place. Cause we just paid off the last bit of the student loan. So, I mean, it's just what, at what stage do you say, okay, I'm going to take out, you know, a down payment, down payment for a home and you know, what go towards the next baby steps.
0: What Sam and I did is we were focused on building our personal life a little bit more so than we were building our business. So whenever Mm -hmm. there was a question of, should we focus more on paying off debt or, you know, building the business, it was more like, no, we want to be able to breathe in life. So let's do, let's focus on the debt first. And then when the debt is gone, we'll be able to pay ourselves less and then focus more into the business. And so that's kind of how we did it. Um, I like John's idea of paying yourself a set salary, but I do understand that sometimes when your goals change and you have the ability to pull more out and pay yourself more, you do. And then when you're like, no, now I want it. So I do understand that that can change um, depending on you know, the size of your business and where you're at. But
1: here's what's been valuable for me and my wife and in our, in our, we've been married, God almighty, almost 21 years, is every time we hit a season like this, like you guys, you and your wife have been running for your lives. Y'all have been busting it. What you haven't never done probably is sit down and dream about what comes next. Mm. So go out and have an incredible breakfast in the morning and the sun shining here in Nashville and talk about a future together. And that's going to help. Like what's more important? Do we need a house right now or the next five years? We're going to grow this business. Y'all work on that vision together, and the, some of those answers, like like Jade said, her and Sam had worked that out. Here's our vision, and those answers kind of work themselves out when you and your wife are on the same, on the same this team.
0: This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by John Deloney. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture and quote of the day, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But a wise man is he who listens to counsel. Proverbs twelve fifteen. Love that one. And of course, from the man, Prince, he says, I like constructive criticism from smart people. That's what I'm saying. I'm not taking it from anything <laughs> less. <laughs> That's
1: fantastic. So
0: y'all, some of y'all, I'm talking to somebody right now. Some of y'all's criticisms that I see on the interwebs, I'm not taking it. I'm not even listening to it.
1: Not smart people.
0: It's not from smart people. That's how it goes. That is how it goes. All right, give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. Dawn from Los Angeles, California. What's going on?
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for calling. What can we help you with?
2: So I'm in baby step number one, but I racked up a considerable amount of debt um, throughout the pandemic, mm-hmm. including the purchase of a, of a new vehicle. Oh, no. And in listening to you guys, I'm wondering if I should just Sell my car and um, try to buy another one for cash.
0: Yeah. So tell us a little bit about this car situation. What are you, what's the vehicle? Would you buy, would you? Um,
2: it's a 2020 Ford Escape, which I use for work every day. I'm, it's a great, reliable vehicle. I'm sure um, it is. But it, it is definitely nicer than what I need. And as I've been just listening to the Ramsey show and uh, realizing, what a financial impact it's making on my already mm-hmm. existing debt! I've just been wondering if it would be a better idea to um,
0: to sell it and buy another one cash. Yeah. So let's break down the numbers. Um, what'd you spend on it? Um, it was
2: about forty. Um, okay. I've been paying. Uh, I've paid probably about ten thousand off so far in the last three years. So you owe, so about, owe about thirty. Thirty.
0: Okay. Yeah. And uh, if you were to sell it today, what's it worth?
2: I don't even know.
0: Okay. So that's the first thing we want to look at because if you owe 30 on it and if you were to sell it, you know, it's, they'd only give you 20 or something like that for it. We need to understand that. So that's the first thing I would look at. Now let's take a look at your income. So you spent 40K on a vehicle. What's your take-home pay every month or your yearly uh, income, however you want it? 3000 to 5000 a month. Okay. Yeah. A little too much car, I would say. On that, yeah. Definitely. Um, any other debt do you have? I've got about twenty thousand dollars of credit
2: card debt and about thirty thousand in loans. Yeah, okay, yeah,
0: we got to get out of this car. Twenty thousand of credit card debt, thirty thousand in loans. Explain to me the spread on your income. You said between three to five thousand dollars, that's a big spread. Help me understand that.
2: So I'm a massage therapist, and I'm in school right now to become a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. So I don't work regular hours. I'm not on a, a regular salary. I'm basically just available for when my clients need me.
0: Okay. And are And you- um,
2: during the pandemic, I wasn't able to work at all legally. So that was a, a major impact and part of the reason that I started taking out loans.
0: Okay. So you were just taking out loans and credit cards to just fund your life. Yes. And not working. Yes. Okay.
1: So... Do you recognize the, we're never going to do that again, ever? Oh, yeah. Ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever.
2: It was a series of horrible decisions, and I'm so glad that I decided to, to try and reach out to find some sort of a financial advisor who pointed me to the Dave Ramsey website. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been learning about how to manage personal finances. Welcome
1: to our crazy gang, man. We got you.
0: (laughs) So you're, you're schooling right now. Is it, is it full-time? Tell me about your school. I want to get an idea of your time, um, what your time looks like.
2: I'm in school full-time. I'm working as close to full-time as I can. um, And just basically, running into way too much month at the end of my money Mm -hmm. and just, you know, my credit cards, they are ranging from about 25 to 30% interest each month. Um, The payments that I'm making are not even really making a dent. I'm just drowning. Yeah. So the the key here,
0: the key here is you got to get your income up. How much school do you have left? How much, um, how much time until school's done? Six years. Wait,
1: you just started
0: six years i i have been a, a small
2: business owner for 10 years and i just just jumped back into school uh last semester to get my um bachelor's in kinesiology so that i can apply to a physical therapy program yeah
1: excellent right. can you are, are you are you cash flowing this you're taking out student loans
2: I've
0: taken out student loans
2: as no.
1: well. Okay, that's, that's part of the loan. Yeah, we got to. We well, got to. I hate to tell you, you got to stop.
0: We got to stop. We got to stop. stop and back up because we. You started going full steam ahead on a good intentioned plan, but with a yeah. with a bad strategy. Does that yeah. make sense? Good intention that yep. you want to get your in, income, you want to you know get your education, change careers. Love that, but let's do it the right way because. You are. I mean, like you said, you're barely making. You're making three thousand bucks a month, barely making payments on this stuff. We've got to find a way that we can go in an order that makes sense. Um, right now, there is a trade that you, or a skill set that you have that you know how to do and you can make money on it. I I would love to see you get control of this financial situation and then work towards a way that you can finance school, uh, pay for school, so that you're not taking out student loan debt, because. Yeah. Right Other, now? Otherwise,
1: you're going to you're going to wake up in six years. You're going to owe one hundred fifty thousand dollars in addition to all this money.
0: Yeah, we're not going forward. Like
1: We would not love you if we said this is a great idea. And both Jade and I have been to a lot of college. We both believe in school and I love school. That's right. But you are you are man. You are you're trying to put out a fire with a blowtorch. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yes, that's what it feels like.
1: Yeah, you got to stop the step one to getting out of debt is stop getting in more debt.
0: Yeah, got to draw a line in the sand. That's no longer Never an again, yeah. Do you see what we're saying? We're, we're coming down on you hard, and I, I don't want you to think that we're squashing yeah. your dreams. We're just no, saying in a minute, thing. okay? I,
2: yeah, no, I, I understand, and that's why I was so, I couldn't believe that you guys took my call because I've been listening to your show, and I just thought, man, I wish I could just ask them. Yeah. I wish I could just ask somebody.
0: Look, Don. okay, yes. So what we're doing is we're we're going to cool it on school for a second. So that we can come up with a plan. And tonight, I want you in your journal to go. Okay, here's what I want to accomplish. I want to y- y- you want to get out of debt. We know that you're wondering about the car, so that's what I want you to write. You know, just scribble it out. Debt, okay. Car, car is first. Think when we're gonna think we're gonna get out of this car. We need to find out. If you're writing it down now, find out what yeah. the car is worth because we yeah. want to make sure that we can sell it. Do we need to get a little loan to cover the difference and get out of that car and then get just a little beater car cash? Great, that eliminates 30K of debt. And you know what I mean by a beater, 2,000, 3,000, $5,000 car, all right? The next thing we're thinking about is income. We're not making enough income and the income we have is not steady. So we need to be thinking about, okay, you've got a skill set. Let's get some full-time numbers going because once you get those full-time numbers going, we can start smashing this debt and we can start making a plan to save for school. And the faster that we can save for school, the faster you can go to school. And in the meantime, I want you to start making a plan for school. And we're just writing this down. What comes first? What comes second? What comes third? And the school thing right now, John, you can tell me if you think I'm wrong. I think right now school is third because you have a way that you can earn money. It's something you're good at. At some point, you, you enjoyed it.
1: What school are you going to?
0: West Los Angeles College.
1: Okay. Um, is this for your undergrad degree?
2: Yeah, I originally got my associates in psychology, Mm -hmm. so I'm starting back to get an associate to transfer in kinesiology to get the bachelor's to get accepted to the physical therapy program.
1: Okay, so here's what I want you to do. Um, I had both my knees done two summers ago, and my physical therapist was incredible. That's
2: awesome.
1: Guess where she went to school? Where? I have no idea because I didn't care. (laughs)
2: Yeah, okay. When you are paying for college
1: when you are paying for college with cash, you go for the free option, you go for the cheap option, you go for the best option for your for your buck. And so like Jade said, I think she's right. I think it's number three and I think you spend some time shopping, 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 shopping and find a great education option that's gonna be that's gonna fit your budget.
0: Don, thank you for the call. Look, you're on the right track. You just need to pull back a little bit and start doing it the right way. And that's just thing one, thing two, thing three, in order of importance, making sure that you're doing this thing without a cent of debt. All right, that does it for this hour. Be sure to join us next time. You can tell me you won't do it, but please don't tell me you can't. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started. Hey,
3: it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.